Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Brain Pudding, War, Sex, Drugs, Movies, and 401ks. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, Patriots. How's everybody doing tonight? It's Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. To get you kicked off with this little soundbite, see what you think about this. Hang on just a second, and oh, there we go, and here we go. And tonight we're learning about a bill that would allow California kids 12 and older to get the COVID vaccine without their parents' approval. Sacramento Senator Dr. Richard Pan and San Francisco Senator Scott Weiner introduced SB 866 today. That would allow kids 12 and older to be vaccinated without parental consent, and that could include the COVID vaccine. There you go. California striking home run again on trying to destroy the children and the elderly. And we'll continue with that in just a moment. First of all, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Head on over there. We have our home landing page, which is MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. We also have a great thing if you go to MyPillow.com and scroll down on the radio listeners box on the front page. There's all sorts of amazing savings right there. But that's all over the site. Comforter's 50% off. My, the six-piece towel set, $39.99. Get, buy one, get one free. Giza sheets. All good stuff. Stuff you just pa- can't possibly live without. And your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the My Pillow site, on the Frank Speech site, and on the My Store site. So head on over there to MyPillow.com. Check it out on the radio listeners box, which is down on the front page. Check out all the great savings. You can also go to the Bards landing page, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards for amazing savings and things that are just a great company. You know that every one of your dollars is being spent to fight for liberty in one way or another. Also, The Founders Bible. That's thefoundersbible.com. You can use your promo code BARDS there as well, B-A-R-D-S. Use it in the checkout in the checkout at the coupon section. Enter it there. Save 20% off on the Founders Bible. The Founders Bible is an heirloom Bible. It's beautifully printed. Unbelievable amount of work that went into that. It's an NASB 1995 edition. It's an amazing lesson in God's Word and in the history of our founding fathers that use Scripture as a living language. So check it out. It's truly the Bible for our time. And it's also a, just a complete system, right, in itself for homeschoolers. So thefoundersbible.com. It's an amazing way to teach our children about our history and God's word. Check it out. Bards is your promo code. Save 20%. Finally, Expedition, X-B-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. And that's the home of the Bards branded coffee. That's a coffee designed for our time to the warriors of our time. It's the coffee sets up the pace for the day. One cup in the morning gets you going all day long, sustained energy, clear focus, boost your serotonin, sets the foundation for boosting your immune system. And with it comes other products on that page that are all part of a health ecosystem. Pure 47, which is the refined silver extract. 
with the most refined silver extract that can isolate all the pathogens in your body, including HIV and SARS-CoV bioweapons. We have the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. That's one of the critical areas of health in our body, a leaky gut. It's something Big Pharma doesn't want to talk about because it actually can be repaired to make you healthy. And they like to give you drugs. Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract and high levels of vitamin C. And we have Earth, which is a full body supplement there, a nutrient powder, mix it with water, drink it once a day, all the things you need for your body to strengthen your immune system and reestablish your health sovereignty. All of those products are available on the Expedition Coffee, XPED, expeditioncoffee.com site. Now, quick question, quick point on all of that, just to go to that, on it's a product Pure 47. I know I've had the same issue. There's been a back order on it. And I just got some notices that are people just starting to get Pure 47. Pure 47 is shipped directly from the manufacturer. It is a fantastic product. I will extend an apology to everybody that's had the delay. It's been out of my control. It's been out of the manufacturer's control because they're sourcing the products from Made in America. And they've been having some issues. But they've got that rectified. The shipments are going out now. If you have any problems, then just let me know. There's problems. I'll be glad to intervene, as I did once tonight already. But you will, you will be taken care of. Don't worry. Because I love you. And because if they don't love you, they, they're going to find out that I don't love them, meaning the manufacturer. And you know how that goes. I win. All good. So, all right. Here we go. I'm going to start tonight with this little clip here that's actually a little clip. It's about five minutes of a clip. And I'm, I'm going to um, play this for you because, and I'll probably narrate it a little bit, because this is like straight up millstones to me and lake of fire stuff. These are the pastors. This is a clip of five minutes of pastors that are literally convincing their congregation to take the vax. I'll tell you. But you got to hear this because this is, this is literally what's going on. It's insane. All right, here we go. We have uh, officially shut down our in-person worship uh, here at New Calvary Baptist Church. He's an idiot. Uh, somebody said, how long is that going to be, Pastor? I said, until further notice. Until you get out of hell. Uh, and under my breath, I was saying, until you do better. Until y'all go out and get vaccined and boosted up. I'll boost him up, kick him right in the butt with a pair of steel toe boots. But we'll keep going here. We live in a world with many voices saying many things that give us cause to wonder. Was the election stolen? Is the vaccine really safe? Did God really say? Pastor, I don't know what's in it. You didn't know what's in the polar sausage that you ate. I don't and know what's in his brain. get high with the weed, you have no idea what the weed man put in your weed either. We recognize that the healing of our planet will not be brought about by our fourth vaccine, but by universal access to a first. They had us the first half, I'm not going to lie. Somebody else said, well, they came up with the vaccine too quick and... I don't trust how fast. I said it used to take you weeks to get to California. You can get there in a few hours now. And ain't nobody mad at the airplane. Nobody's mad at that cell phone that can allow you to video call so your loved one across the country or in another nation somewhere. Mandate from the city of Boston is requiring proof of vaccine to enter event venues. So we meet at a hotel, blah, this is an event blah, venue. Blah. So in order to participate in worship on a Sunday mornings and for us to honor 
the mandate from the city. From next Sunday on, we're going to be checking um, and requiring and asking for you to show proof of vaccination to come worship in person. This is heartbreaking that as a church, we might have to ask people not to enter into the doors to worship their Lord and Savior with brothers and sisters. There might be newcomers who arrive. There might be strangers off the street who are seeking God. And we're going to have to ask them to show proof of vaccination. That's just heartbreaking. We may all fall in different places about mandates and vaccinations, but let us all grieve this as a church. Grieve the reality of the brokenness and fallenness uh, of this the world. And let us pray that the Lord would have mercy and bring this pandemic to an end and allow folks to come and worship together and seek the Lord together in person. All persons attending need to wear masks and must be vaccinated. Show proof of vaccination. Oh, listen to this detail. We live in a world of me and mine, don't we? We're seeing this with COVID right now. I'm young, I'm healthy, I don't need a vaccine. And I would say, yeah, but what about the people you might spread it to? All you parents, make sure your children are fully vaccinated. Don't let them become reservoirs for COVID. There's going to be other mutations if we're not careful. And that depends on the population. Demons are alive. The virus keeps mutating in part because there are people who refuse to get the vaccine. And if all of us are vaccinated, then you cannot give it to me and I cannot Can you tell he's talking through a mask? That almost 100% vaccinated. They are getting back to normal. When we listen to the scientists, they are telling us it's because of those who have not been vaccinated that are getting those who are vaccinated reinfected. If you don't want to be vaccinated, stay home. Stay out of Publix. When Dixie, Walmart, where I got to go get my poke chops and stuff, I got to touch oh, stuff you don't. Man. Take something so simple as getting a vaccine or wearing a mask. Decisions are being made based on selfishness, not out of love for another person. Is that righteousness? Frankly, things don't seem to be a whole lot better than 50 years ago when Dr. King was speaking. Whatever made sense to you, but if you are somebody who hasn't gotten vaccinated, God bless you. Hallelujah. Just know that when you cross the threshold of 3565, a mask will go on or you will stay out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We will continue to remain open with screening, distancing, masking, and vaccine requirements in place. Based on our attendance this records, we real. are well below the mandates. You will not be able to enter Fifth Baptist for anything unless you show Trust proof me, I'm not going. of your vaccination. For any occasion, tell your relatives, tell your friends who may attend a funeral that they will not be able to attend. I'll tell them not to give any money to your damn church. Of vaccination. You will have to sign a disclaimer. People don't mind suing the church. Oh, so yeah. therefore we have That's a God's will right there. As soon as the lawyer draws it up that you're going to have to sign in order to attend anything at fifth. We're not the only church in Richmond that has this. This is to protect you and protect me. No, that's to protect your damn bank, the bank unvaccinated. Account. And I just call on people selfish. Amen. Just almost downright honorary. Amen. They need those hospital beds, but we got to deal with unvaccinated, honorary folk. Amen. Amen. On, I don't want the vaccine. Amen. But oh, amen. To save your life. Oh, amen. yeah. Amen. And that's just not fair. Amen. 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 Vaccine mandates. The work of the devil or an expression of fascist intent. And many who say these things claim to be Christians, love St. Paul, and love to quote Dr. King at least one day out of the year. But I would respond that these folks clearly do not understand the life and teaching of Jesus oh, Christ, heck nor no. of St. Paul, and certainly not of Dr. King. Father, we even pray for uh, those whose hearts have not been turn toward receiving the vaccine 
that you will touch them even as well. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so touched. <laughs> Amen. I got myself a prayer at the end of that one right there because my heart has not been touched to be poisoned by the bioweapon. Heal me, heal me, shock my butt across the room. That's what I want to know. I'm telling you, this is this is why the church and Christianity is collapsing because somewhere along the way, from the time they sign up to seminary and get out of seminary, they have a lumbotomy. This is disgusting. The most disgusting thing in the world. You know, it's a really good thing that I don't run the lightning machine for God because every one of these people will be like little ash piles. I'll tell you that right now. That's what we call brain pudding right there. You listen to that long enough and you're going to have a flavor of vanilla. and It's going to be oozing out between your head and your ears and everything else. Man, this is disgusting. And these people are supposed to be representing God, be giving good guidance. Can you imagine the difference between that and what founded our country? Let's be clear. Our pastors, when they were at the pulpit, literally on the pulpit, in the origin origin of our nation, were talking about challenging the king for tyranny, putting their lives at risk every time they spoke, knowing that they could be hung or beheaded because they were challenging the king. Today... (laughs) These people can't lick the boots of Big Pharma fast enough. It's like, man, have you ever seen a cat with with catnip? Well, that's what these pastors are like, except that catnip's rubbed all over the boots of Big Pharma. And they're down there like rubbing on it, and they're like licking on it, and like, oh, my goodness, it tastes so good taking that vax. This is so disgusting. And I, I'm telling you, I've said it before. I will literally be in the line at the back going, excuse me, God. Yes. Yes. Can I help you? Yes, God. Um, you remember me? You're like, oh yeah, I remember you. Oh, can I have that job? What job is that, Scott? Um, I want to be able the one that like literally kicks them into the elevator and hands them a thimble of water while I press the down button to the lake of fire because I'll be right there with every single one of them. Uh, you sure you want that job? Uh, sure. You realize that's going to be long hours. I'll take it and no extra pay. Matter of fact, I'll do it for free, God. No problem. Okay. I mean, literally, this is what we need. But this is ridiculous, Patriots. This is exactly what we are dealing with. And we have it all over and it has infected the very core of our nation. Now we're dealing right now with some real challenges. And obviously, it's coming at us from all places. And the thing that we have to start realizing is that the institutions of this nation are so deeply corrupted, we're not going to fix them. And I, I know that when we say that, people are like, whoa, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to talk a bit about that here, but there's many ways forward. But the way, way forward isn't to sit and, and listen to garbage like this. The pastors are the same as, as our politicians. Seriously. It is, it is all there. They are all telling lies. That's all they know how to do. That's all they know what to do. And it's literally Jeremiah 8.8. 8. How can you say we are wise and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. These people, I tell you, it's ridiculous. So let's let's look at it. Let's listen to another. This is a there's another one for you here, and another little um, clip we would call this. And this this is probably a a good idea, or at least it gives you some solace if you're being challenged with the idea of getting a vax. Here we go. I enjoyed this one. My name is Jeff. 
I'm a trans-vaccinated person. This is my story. What is a trans-vaccinated person? A trans-vaccinated person, it's someone who was born into the wrong body. <laughs> I was born into a non-vaccinated person body. And I knew at a very young age that I was meant to be a vaccinated person. So now I identify as a vaccinated person. And my preferred pronouns are vax and v. How do you become a trans-vaccinated person? So you don't have to go through any hormone treatments or hormone blockers, and you don't even have to take the vaccines or any booster shots. Just like how transsexuals can transform, all you have to do is change your status on your government documentations. Just like how you can change your gender for your birth certificate or your driver license, you can also change your status for your vaccine passport. Why did you become a trans-vaccinated person? I wanted to be able to go to restaurants, go to movies, go to bars, just like everyone else. And the Democrats have done a very great job in providing a safe space for people who are vaccinated. Just like what they did back in the days with like a color restroom and a non-color restroom, or like uh, the restaurant for color people and restaurant for non-color people, or the bus for color people, and bus for non-colored people. They separated people by color. And just like now, they're separating people by your vaccine passport status. Also, just like the 1940s Germanys, when everyone had a identification card and all the Jews had a J, literally a J, written on their identification card and they were denied with any type of service. What is your message to all the unvaccinated people? I know I'm not alone out there. I know a lot of people feel like me and I just want to tell you guys that it is never too late to come out of your big closet and you can embrace who you are. If you feel like you have been born into the wrong body, you can always identify as a trans-vaccinated person. And this community is all about pride. Pride, baby, pride. That's it. All these people coming out of the closet. I know what you're all going to do now. You're all going to be running out of the closet going, oh, I'm a transvax. I'm a transvaccinated person. I was born into the wrong body. Wrong body, wrong time. <laughs> Obviously, that was a spoof, and it was a good one. At the end, of the very end of the clip, he's just he's trying to hold himself together because he's laughing so much, but it's good. Patriots, the one thing I can tell you that is – we are dealing with obviously the world of the insane. We have to have a little bit of laughter at the stupidity because it is getting off the charts. Get this one. An Ohio's school lunchroom monitor was caught on camera bullying and forcing a nine-year-old student, by the way, an African-American young girl. Okay. I just want to say that in all this time of sensitivity, suddenly when the, when she's at school, racial sensitivity doesn't mean anything. So a nine-year-old student, she was forced to eat the food she didn't like that she threw away in the garbage can, they dug it out, wiped it off, and made her eat it. The principal was standing right by her. It was waffles. All she wanted was another choice. I'm telling you, she asked for a different meal and didn't get it, and this is ridiculous. So the problem we have right now is we still are trying to rely on the institutions that are broken. And I, I think if we can be very honest with one another, the action that's that we're, we're challenges that we're faced here is very simple. That we're we're kind of running at our end as we need to. We've done the right thing. We have tried to affect change by going through the system. We have parents that have gone to school boards, challenged school boards, school board members, basically tell them to shut up, 
tell the police to remove them. They go to like, they'll say things like, whoa, because of COVID, we have to now go to uh, distance meetings. All you can do is dial in and the school boards go on their merry way and do their own thing. We are seeing people transform in ways we've never imagined. And all I can say is it is not something we can define in human terms. This is like demon possession. and I'm not exaggerating. So we are going to have to start facing a different direction in the way we do things. And a lot of that is simply they literally do not hear anything we say. Our politicians are liars, cheats, thieves. You tell me one that's not, and I'm going to perk up, and I'm going to tell you to prove it. Every one of them has the hand in the cookie jar somewhere along the way to line their own pockets, the benefit of themselves, not for the benefit of the people. And I don't think there's an exclusion to that. You have all these people wanting to, like the heroics, like, I'm going to run for office for the Senate. I'm going to change something. I'm like, okay, tell me how. I'm ready to hear it. When we vote, we aren't voting for the real leadership anyway because we're not voting for the Pfizer of the CEO of Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, or Johnson & Johnson. You're not voting for the CEO of Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, the warmongers of our time. You're not doing any of that. We're not voting for the generals who sold their soul to the CFR, which is most of them, right? You get the picture here. You're not voting for the CEO of Fox or for CNN or MSNBC. We, the people, have the power, but they want to tell you we don't. It's the matrix. And quite frankly, I'm going to read you something here, which is kind of interesting. This is the title of this article is the metaverse is a scam. We're being herded into the matrix. So I want to read two excerpts. This is from a, a book called The Key. And it's an interesting, he, he starts out his article with this. He says, how do, how do they get our souls? Now, this is supposed to be kind of a fictional perspective, but nonetheless, it's very interesting in the perspective. Soul traps. The lures are the lusts and hungers of this life. The soul, exploring the newfound freedom of the energetic world, finds himself able to visit his friends and enemies, to see their innermost being and thoughts, even to converse with them in ways that their elemental selves cannot perceive. He is in danger. He does not know it, for he has not ascended. Sounds like New Age garbage. He is still ensnared in his lust, important concept. That's the lust for the material world that God warns us about. Soon he will be shown something that perfectly fulfills his most in and cherished desires, desires he, was, has he has never fulfilled. Unable to resist the chance to do it at last, he enters by a golden door into eternal captivity. That's the metaverse. It's the lure. And this is where everything we're doing right now, all of this garbage that's happening from this warmongering that's supposed to be going on with Russia, which, by the way, if you didn't hear today, Biden kind of slips out. It's like, I'm not going to actually go to war. I'm just going to use sanctions. So all those idiot patriots that are out there yesterday like, getting all their gun on, like, we're going to war. Get ready, patriots. Here it goes. Yeah, well, you look stupid now. Figured you would anyway. This is the whole deal. This is They're all doing this to keep people so distracted so that they can wear people down. It's a, it's a cycle, up and down, up and down. Literally, like I said tonight, trying to turn your brain into pudding. 
and they're keeping people on this roller coaster of emotions so that people will be so down they'll start to feel depressed they aren't they aren't connecting deeply with that richness and glory in Christ Jesus and God there's no joy in life they're just walking around like oh my goodness I don't know if I can endure this anymore and that's exactly where they want you they want you right there so they can herd you into the great new way the metaverse listen to this little passage here tell me if this doesn't sound like the metaverse at that point, longevity of one's mind file, mind file. get this. Okay, so this is Steiner and Stryber. It, they, they are both talking about the same thing. So the first one was, with, was written by Stryber. This one is written by Steiner, Rudolf Steiner, okay? And you're going to hear the same echoing of two people at two different times in, this, in our history of literature. The idea that the souls of humanity could be captured in a technological machine where they would wander forever, believing they have omnipotence, even godhood. Sounds very much like what we're hearing about, right? So here this quote from, this is from uh, actually Ray Kurzweil, director of engineering of Google and the author of The Singularity is Near. Ray Kurzweil is, I swear he's the left hand of Lucifer himself. At that point, the longevity of one's mind file, mind file, hear that word, mind file, will not depend on the continued viability of any particular hardware medium. For example, the survival of a biological body or a brain. Ultimately, software-based humans will be vastly extended beyond the several lim- severe limitations of humans as we know them today. They will live out on the web projecting bodies whenever they need or want them, including virtual bodies, foglet-projected bodies, and physical bodies compromising nanobot swarms and other forms of nanotechnology. Yes, they're literally working on this stuff. Please know that. This is not a joke. This is... This is where they're trying to herd everybody ultimately. So this whole push for 5G, 6G, this nonsense about the great new way of the world... We're going to show you a great new way in technology, Patriots. That's Q. Good job, Q. Thanks for herding us right in here. This is literally what they want. So the vax comes first. And don't be fooled by this whole thing about the vax. Like, oh, um, we're going to start pulling back mandates because they have already reached the level they needed. You have this headline that comes up today in the Epic Times. It's like, well, how come the elderly are dying off of non-COVID-related things? Well, I don't know. You literally want to take these writers and just slap them and go, where, where are you? In what universe do you walk in? The elderly are dying because they've been vaxxed. It's that simple. They are literally dying because they've been vaxxed. And this is the plan. Yep, that is the plan. Wipe out the elderly. Why we look around going, wait a minute, I don't know what to do. And we're running around like chickens with our head cut off. Nobody's focusing, and we have our elderly being sacrificed right before our very eyes. Parents don't even know what to do about how, how to manage their children. They've been herded in with this level of fear that they become cognitively illiterate, and they're now literally handing their kids over to a sacrifice of ball, which goes back to the beginning, by the way. That's biblical. And all along, they're trimming on both ends. Whatever children s- suffer through this, they become modified. They're everybody that takes the vax is chipped, so they get to track you. That's a good one. And it's just a preparatory. This first wave, they've accomplished what they needed. They told you 70%. They never wanted 70%. 
they were shooting for 30. They got it. By the best estimates right now, 50% of the U.S. population has taken one vax, about 40% has taken two vaxes, and 25 to 30% have taken the booster. So now we begin to go back in time about three to five years. We start to look at the labor, the projections of labor and populations that was put out by a couple different organizations within the U.S. government. And what were the numbers for around 2028 and 2030 for the U.S.? Somehow, mysteriously, those numbers went from 330 million down to about 220 million. How did that happen? And we were scratching our heads going like, what are these people planning? A nuclear war? Nope. They knew exactly what this vax was going to do from the very beginning. So you end up with just an unbelievable level of collusion. And of course, Tom Renz is a patriot hero up there yesterday trying to get the attention of a senator and doing his talk in front of a Senate congressional committee to tell them the truth. But we know how that game is going to play because they're going to, you'll get something like this. Well, we need to have an investigation, which will mean, in other words, we are going to draw this out infinitely to wear people out again while we clean up the back end, cover up the evidence, and burn it so no one can find it. We cannot let this go. These criminals are pursuing and hunting us and laughing the entire way as they do it. So do not forget the names. Do not forget what they've done. Never forget. This can never happen again. Now, in the meantime, the question always comes up, well, what are we going to do? Because I think people tend to get, and I don't think, I know people get boxed in in this fight the result of that's I believe that's the flavor of butterscotch brain pudding right there and they get boxed in in this fight and they really don't understand where to move but the movement is not within their game board that's so important right now they're it's always this bipolar solution they want you going one way and they leave you an avenue to think that you're going another in freedom but that other in freedom is another trap and they do this it's a ping pong game So the only way out is a form of Exodus. Now, for those of you that have followed me, you know I've said this since the beginning, Exodus 2.0. That's literally where we have to migrate and go. And what does that look like? So let's talk about real. What does that look like? Not metaphorical. Because metaphorical or spiritual is we follow God and we put Christ in our heart, and that's absolutely true. We do. But what does it really look like when we put boots on the ground and we literally start to put traction to this thing? It begins with the simple things we've talked about in the county pillars, seven, seven pillars of county by county. And it's working together as communities to accomplish these things. We have to work together. We have to get our kids out of schools. We've got to get them into homeschooling programs. And as communities, we need to support each other. We have to keep kids away from the metaverse, away from this digital realm, get back to learning with pencil, paper, writing, the three R's, reading out of the Bible, understanding the fundamentals of how to, to learn and how to use their brains. We need to nurture what God gave them, which is a capacity to have cognitive thinking. We need to step away and from this. The, a lot of the temples of church. I am not telling you that there are not good pastors out here, and you know that. I have two that I've now located in my own community. You've met a number of them at Bards Fest. Pastor Travis Grant, Pastor John Benzinger, Pastor Tony Wood, Pastor Butch Paw. 
right? I mean, it's just to name a couple of them. So there's great pastors around this country, but if you don't, either way, I mean, you need to be bringing God into the home. That's to reinforce it. And if you don't have a good church you're comfortable with, start a home church. And I've mentioned this before, and we're going to really push this out going forward here this year. Pastor Graham has extended his reach to anybody that is interested, and I, you, all you have to do is email me. He will, If you're interested in starting a home church, he will be happy to talk to you and guide you through it. That is an unbelievable offer. So these are actions that we have to take and can take. Patriot Gardens. That is literally growing some of your own food. It has to start happening. If you haven't started it yet, you're a year behind, but that's okay. Get busy. There's no time to waste. We have to literally start getting people off of the corporate nipple. We have to get you off of the corporate dependency jobs into working for yourself and using your gifts and talents. And if you aren't there yet, then working for a Patriot-aligned company that can get you in that right direction. We have to take charge of our health and wellness, not dependent on the hospital corporate tyranny. Those are internment camps, absolute internment camps. We have to get that back into our control and our hands. We have to get informed, and that's informed action. We have to know what's going on in our counties. Forget the state. I know people like to look at the state and the federal, and they always this is the whole big game right now. That's why they're doing it. They don't want you looking at counties. The only person really out there other than me right now that's pushing hard on counties, there's people giving lip service to it, but the only person really pushing hard on it, and there's a lot of great county actions, but I'm talking about national-level voice, is Steve Bannon, and he's beaten it hard, and I agree with him. That is the way we take it back. It's all local-local because what at the local level, we can control and monitor the vote. When you start to get to the state level and you start to get to the federal level, that is, that's lobbyists, that's big pharma, that's military-industrial complex money, that's super PAC money. That's all the things that are going to corrupt that line. And our institutions at the state level and the federal level are corrupted beyond repair. Whatever you want to believe, they are corrupted beyond repair. Because all we're doing is just we're putting more Band-Aids on a hemorrhaging wound. At a certain point, we have to make a decision as people to go the right way. So one of the initiatives that I'm really getting behind is turning your county. Or the last initiative, I'm sorry, we, we have the six pillars, which six, six, six pillar was informed action. The seventh pillar is conservation and stewardship. We have to get focused on thinking in terms of what we have and in our county space of being self-sufficient, self-reliant and self-sufficient. And that's a real, that's a bigger challenge for some counties than the other, but we've got to get there because when we start to reclaim that, we're taking ourselves off the dependency of the global supply chain and of all this corporate nonsense that's going on. We don't need the Walmarts. We don't need the Costco's. They're nice. Okay. They're nice, but we need to be fueling that local business and that local initiative. Now that next step in all of this is our counties have to start taking a secure stance. One of the really good initiatives I'm really getting behind, and we're going to be working it in my county, and I'm going to be really talking a lot about it this year, is turning your county into a constitutional sanctuary county. That's the first step of making sure that everybody in there is aligned with our Constitution, more importantly to the foundations and the Declaration of Independence. 
And that needs to be something that is demanded and required of all corporations because corporations are the loophole around this thing. We have a corporate, corporatized federal government. We have corporatized state agencies. We have corporatized cities, corporatized counties. So by definition of the Supreme Court, they can work around the Constitution. They don't even have to honor it. That has to stop. I mean, like, stop now. And we can do that by demanding constitutional counties, constitutional sanctuary counties. Someone just wrote, again, you do not give God acknowledgement that miracles are possible in elections. I don't give any acknowledgement to an election process that is run by Luciferians. And I am not going to support anything in this channel. I will not support and advocate for uh, the elections of state and federal people. Because all it is is you're putting people into the basket of hell that is already being run by the Luciferians. End of story. So the way forward for me is county by county. Everyone is welcome to vote any way you want, but you're not going to hear me advocating for a state and federal changes because it's not going to happen the way we currently are. Counties have to start making a change from bottom up, and it has to be. And that, I will tell you, I put 100% trust in God on this one. Because this is the biggest mountain to climb. And when we do that and we climb that mountain, we are talking about something profound in a tectonic shift. You have to put something in your mind, and it's very important. On November 4th of 2020, the United States died. We are, we are just a shell of what we were supposed to be. And what has happened is you've seen the full face of evil around you. It is corrupted to its very core. Where we are going in this is going to have to be a reset by the people and the way the colonists did. And through a county-by-county county initiative, when we start bringing counties together as clusters, we start to create economic alliances, we start to create security alliances, and we start to reshape this entire country. Don't get hanging on to a flag. Don't get hanging on to all this other stuff. Focus on the principles our founding fathers gave us in the Declaration of Independence. And that, first and foremost, is God goes back on the throne above this country, above this land. We, the people, are subordinate to him, and government represents us as the, as the children of God, and they are subordinate to us. That is how it works. So when we start to energize and build our counties and we start to build up our counties, our strength in our counties, I want you just to imagine how big this is. You're not limited by anything here. There's 30 counties in Oregon that absolutely despise the state. They don't, we don't even belong in this state compared to what Salem is. We don't need to secede. We just need to tell Salem to leave and go have their own state. Pretty simple. There's no limitation here what we can do when we start coming together as people. And so the biggest part here, and it's so important, is that we start building the foundations in our counties. And that starts in the home and it goes into your communities. And that means we as patriots start to really push into the positions that we need to in our community or supporting those in, in the positions that we need. And we need to start cleaning up our counties. Remember, the power of the sheriff is, is immense. The sheriff can tell the state to leave with the backing of the people. The sheriff can tell the state to leave and can tell federal government to leave. And that's where we're going to have to start moving to because they're not listening. And this idea that we can throw people up into, into federal, I'm, look, people want to run, go. That's your choice. 
but I know how deep that sewer is. I've been around it. I've seen it. You're not changing a something that's a billion, billion dollar industry up there. And what we need to be doing is shifting to a place where we are not playing on their game board. Every time we go and we play in their game board, we're going to lose because they run the board and they run the, they have the house rules. But our position has to be to change the game. And how do we change the game? We shift the game over to God's game board. And that means his people, his children, it's an exodus. We come together, we started our counties, and we start building connections with county by county. And God's leading this whole thing. So the concept that was suggested earlier that somehow I don't trust in God, that's ludicrous. That is absolutely ludicrous. This is an entirely God-focused and God-initiated event, but we are looking at truly from the bottom-up rebuilding. Could you imagine like Moses going in and going, okay, hey, people, uh, we're going to try to change the power of the Pharaoh. That's stupid. It ain't happening. There's a point that you break, and you have to make a choice to step out and let God lead us to where we need to go. And that exodus now is it's not an exodus of geography as it is an exodus of ideology and realignment and resetting to make sure our counties become strong and solid within that constitutional framework. Our constitution's not perfect. Our Declaration of Independence is probably one of the more perfect documents ever written in its shell, but it doesn't give the execution details. And there's a lot to be looked at in the Constitution that can be improved upon. But right now, we need that reset in our local communities where at least we start getting back to the fundamentals of the Constitution. That would be a good start. And by putting the Declaration of Independence as a backer to that as it was originally intended. Remember, when the Declaration of Independence was written, it established moral law in our country. And moral law centered itself on God. The Constitution simply gave a framework for the people's rule under the throne of God. The true experiment in our country was that God was on the throne. That was the true experiment. We hear this like, well, it's a, it's a representative republic. That's secondary. Our Declaration of Independence established God on the throne. No country in the knowledge of man has ever said, God, you are on the throne above the country, making it a theological monarchy first before a representative republic. That's an incredible concept, and it will work brilliantly if we trust in him. So this is a position that you are not going to go up to D.C. and go, hey, y'all, guess what? What's going to happen? Well, I'm going to go up here today, and I'm going to let you know that as of now, Congress and the president, you're now subordinate to God. And, oh, by the way, you're also subordinate to the people, so get in line. They'd be like, uh-huh. What, what, what are you talking about? Because we're kings and queens up here. And that's how they see themselves. But right now, we have an opportunity to make dramatic, dramatic change this year at our county levels. And it's not limited to, and this is the part, is there's too much talk just about electing people or too much talk about change through the vote. The change comes in us and our behavior and our relationship to the system. It means when you're hearing about school boards denying things or, or abusing kids or whatever, we're working together to communities going to parents saying, look, we need to get your child out of school. Let's go into the let's go into these groups, these pods that we've created in homeschooling, and the communities come together to support one another. We're ready. 
when we are in, when we are talking about looking at food shortages, we should be advocating to people that like, you need to get a garden. Got to get out here and start growing stuff. All of these things, working together to peel ourselves away from the system. One person is not going to affect change. When we start doing this in multiple counties, and I'll tell you my hope, my prayers, that we see a thousand counties rather to step away from the federal news by the time we get to 2024, because that's power. There's 3,000 counties. If we can take a third of them and say, guess what? We're not playing. You're playing on our terms or we don't play. That's power. And when we have made a powerful alliances with one another to where we have our own trade agreements with counties, we have our own mutual support with counties, we're building our own digital infrastructure with counties, let them do what they're going to do. They want to incinerate themselves? Well, good luck. Federal wants to tell you, well, we're going to start coming in to take back these counties. Like, good luck with that because there's a thousand counties that are now going to deputize every one of its citizens thanks to the power of the sheriff, and you can face off with that. You see how that plays? We're not telling the federal government that they're welcome, and we're not telling the federal government we're leaving the United States. We're telling the federal government we're redefining who's ruling us and how we're represented because you have failed, and that's right in the Declaration of Independence. It is our duty to throw off such tyranny. This is how we have to start thinking. We are at war. And the war now we've done, we are literally, we've been good, obedient citizens. We have done everything we can up to this point to like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Oh, another vote that failed because they rigged the system. Oh, another, another time that we've gone to the school board and they ignored us because they can ignore us. No more. It's like, okay, done. You all can have your system. We're going to take ours and we're walking out. That's the exodus right there. And as we do this together, and each one of us becomes an action agent and a proponent for this. No, it's not easy, by the way. But there are some great things coming. And I'm, I am so excited about 2022 and how much traction we can make here. And we will. And it won't be easy, but we will succeed. Why? Because God is with us and God is guiding us. And Christ is in our heart. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. And we thank you for these days that we come together to hear you and to follow you and your guidance to reset this nation under your rule. Lord, we have a corrupt and, a, and abysmal leadership in this nation. And it's more than the people. It's the institutions that have literally sold their soul for 30 pieces of silver. Institutions that are trying to now hide their crimes. Institutions that are running for cover to deceive the people. Institutions that truly have no interest in preserving the integrity of what we were as a nation or of the people that you created, your children. Lord, we have an un, unlimited access now to CRISPR technology, to gene edit. We have the wanton introduction of robotics to try to replace humanity, to put AI above us, to tell us how to think. Lord, this, it's out of control. And so, Lord, we just ask for your prayers and your guidance, your continued strength as we make this exodus following you with our heart and we follow you out of this system to reset our counties as sovereign spaces with you on the throne above us all. 
to reclaim this land, by resetting this land, by moving the game board to your game board and stepping off of theirs, to step out of the matrix and quit deluding ourselves that somehow we're going to get, make change with something that is rigged from top to bottom, to rip away the rose-colored glasses and start facing the truths and facing the greater challenges of what we have to do to remake things in your name. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, we've got some work to do. But I know the people I've been talking to, people are excited. And the opportunities are unlimited. And where we're going, only God can limit that. And that's pretty much no limit at all. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers right now for that strength and that clarity and how we're going to move forward. Work in your counties. It's the focus to be. That's where we make the traction. It's where we make the change. Everything else, eh, whatever. Counties are where the change are. Counties, cities, local politics, all of that, plus all the things you can do in your house to establish your own home sovereignty and the sovereignty of your community. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we're going to be right there in that fight with him because he needs us here. He has us here for such a time as this. And that's pretty bit doggone glorious. So I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. 
the energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 